0: and welcome to this game where with me Ashley
1: and me Chris hello everyone hope you're okay hope you're okay Ashley
0: I'm fine thank you how are you good I'm
1: also fine thank you
0: excellent good uh Hannah's just brought me a cup of tea nice but it's a matcha tea (gasps) a mint and matcha have you ever had matcha I haven't not really
1: I don't think I have actually I took an intake of breath as if I was uh impressed but I don't think I have He's just makes me think of um of mochi from Skyward Sword every time I hear the word matcha.
0: Yeah, I mean mochi is nice. Yeah. Have you had mochi?
1: No. Is that a type of tea as well?
0: No, mochi is um little gelatinous rice balls that have got a filling inside.
1: Never heard of it. No, I haven't had that either.
0: You'd love it. So good. It's so, real nice. I mean it depends on the filling, but the obviously. texture of the rice thing's really good.
1: So what's uh where'd you get the mint matcha tea from then?
0: Well it's just from Morrison's, but it's yeah. a pucker. Pooker. Not a, not a, what do they say? Not a sponsor. Right. Pucker, pucker Tea.
1: Oh, I see. Right. pucker Pie or Jamie Oliver. I got very confused. It
0: is. Yeah. That's what I always think of when I think pucker. but pucker is a, the tea brand as well.
1: It was a word before he popularized it.
0: Oh, absolutely it was. Yeah. But pucker Pies, Pucker Pies is a brand from Leicestershire, isn't it? Yeah. And they, they're the, they're the fish and chip shop pies. Yeah. Incidentally, I had one of those before Christmas. I think it was. I don't think I ever have one
1: of those either.
0: (laughs) Oh really? Oh my god! You've lived a very sheltered life, right? You have them for Christmas. Middle class. That's the difference. (laughs) Pucker pies. I had one. You can get them in the shops now, which is weird. But I did get one that was lamb, not lamb, like leek and something, leek and potato, something like that. One of the tastiest pies Mm. I've I've had for a long, long time, and because it's like cheap ingredients on the inside, like naturally cheap. Yeah, and uh, uh, the the key thing about a poker pie is it's cheap. The filling was actually like full to the brim, because they didn't have to; they they could afford to. They could sell it for the same price, and they could fill it absolutely jam packed full. full. And yeah, it was it was real good, like really, really, really nice.
1: We used to have those so for recommended Frey Bentos ones on on our caravan holidays growing up. The ones that are in a tin.
0: Well, to be fair, that is pretty um, you know go on cheap and well not cheap and nasty free bentos are actually quite expensive compared to what you'd think they would be like they are they are pretty expensive to buy i don't think they exist as a brand anymore either i think oh, they've been okay. replaced by something else but yeah you can get like they they're in a tin aren't they and, yeah. and they're a bit soggy on the bottom always or, or you can never get them warmed up i actually uh it's one of those things you're not supposed to like but i think they're actually pretty lovely the meat's all rich and savoury and, and cheap <laughs> no, it's not really. It's no, stewed no, beef. No. Oh. I think uh, the reason that it costs more than other things is because it's um, it's not cheap meat. What What are we doing? This I was isn't. Just, a...
1: I just did. You see my little eyes look over at the time, thinking we're nearly on. Like we're on like four minutes or something. I didn't and, see your eyes. No, but and who's we, we've, why we? We're supposed to talk about a game that that where you brought. Were we even and we're going? talking about pies? what? What were
0: we talking about? What What I happened don't here? No, no, me neither. Damn. Quit about game. Um, yeah, I'll tell you about a game. Okay. So, we are going to talk about one this week. It's got what, like for the, the handful genuinely... of people that are
1: still listening that haven't been turned off
0: by the pie talk. <laughs> Yeah, what, what the fuck are they talking about pies for? <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, it's, it's got nothing to do with food. Like, if, if we were doing Cook Serve Delicious or something like that, maybe it would, there'd be an excuse. But we're not. Because this week, we're doing this game where you vie against a roster of skilled sharps using cards that can destroy the world.
1: Skilled sharps? Mm. What's that mean?
0: I mean, sharps, now that I've said it out loud, sharps is the medical term for used needles. Yeah. So I shouldn't have used that. But, I mean, look at the words or think about the words and reorder them and maybe jam them together. Right? Sharp and You'll skills. see where I was coming from. No. This game where you vie against a roster of skilled sharps using cards that can destroy the world.
1: Is it a Pokemon card game? No. Yeah. He says, pausing you're to not- take a big, a big mouthful of tea in a very uh, self-satisfied way. Just then,
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, you're not, you're not that far off, right? Though. So think in the same vein.
1: Yu-Gi-Oh, Digimon,
0: Yu-Gi-Oh. So we're doing right. a Yu-Gi-Oh game. Oh, okay. Which everybody will know uh, already, but you obviously didn't. Now, Yu-Gi-Oh. When was Yu-Gi-Oh around?
1: So early noughties, Part of the whole early
0: noughties. Part of the scene. alongside what amazing piece of technology
1: in the early noughties- like, um, Tamagotches?
0: Nope.
1: Oh. Um,
0: that was that was late 90s.
1: Calculators? They were all the rage no, in the No, the Game
0: Boy, Advance, you oh, Game Boy Advance. Oh, Game Boy Advance. So this is Yu-Gi-Oh, the Eternal Duelist Soul. Because it's got, you know, they have to go for a catchy title. Right. On the Game Boy Advance, released July 5th, 2001. So nice and plum in the center of the Early noughties. Three
1: days before my 15th birthday.
0: Three days before your 15th birthday.
1: When I got a a Stereophonics album, and then I watched A Touch of Frost.
0: (laughs) Brilliant. (laughs) And played
1: played The Sims, because I got The Sims for my 15th birthday. Perfect. What what a day.
0: Uh, Perfect. I mean, A Touch of Frost. No, thank you. No, no thank you.
1: There were a load of adverts on for it, leading up to it, and I thought it looked all right, and uh, I I watched it, and I hated it. So I I can just remember that was how I spent my 15th birthday, was watching a touch of frost
0: yeah sorry about that i mean it's not my fault but yeah yeah i'm sorry uh, too no it's not a touch of frost it's Yu-Gi-Oh. i'm gonna say it again because it's a brilliant title Yu-Gi-Oh, the eternal duelist soul released three days before your 15th birthday yes um and actually a pretty good game as far as i remember but i don't remember that far i was playing a lot of Game Boy advance games at this point yeah, it's come cool a lot in
1: the last few weeks, like with Mr. Driller as well, Like you were playing, you were getting through a lot of Game Boy Advance games, and uh seem to have, have a good hit rate, so possibly yeah, a good do. one today again, hopefully?
0: I'm hoping so, yeah. So this is what you will expect, I think, in terms of, it's one of those LCG living card game type affairs where you put together a deck and then use that deck to fight against other people's decks and try and... Deliver the cards onto the field of play, um, as efficiently and effectively as possible.
1: Like that one that's in The Witcher. Gwent, yeah, yeah. that one.
0: A lot like that, yeah, a lot like that. So, I mean, I've just. Uh, what do you know about Yu-Gi-Oh?
1: Absolutely nothing. Uh, the the guy, the main guy, has got spiky hair, hasn't
0: he? He has, yeah. That's yeah. that's.
1: All I know, I don't I've never watched an episode of the T V show or anything like that, so I've never played any of the games at all. I remember just being around riding this this crest of Pokemon and Digimon in the early noughties and it just being there and me just just not having any interest in in seeking it out particularly.
0: Yeah, I think to be honest, it was riding its own crest. But I also am in the camp of how of knowing I I'd say close to nothing if not absolutely nothing about Yu-Gi-Oh in general at the very least. I didn't watch the show, I haven't read any manga or comics based on it. I have played a few of the games. And I'm here to say that the card game is pretty good. Okay. Good. I think I think it is from what I remember. All of the all of the Yu-Gi-Oh games that I've played were the game boy Advance versions of yu Yu-Gi-Oh!. um but and, and they were all fairly one and the same in a lot of ways but they are there's there's some tactics to the game there's some depth to the way that you build decks it's as good as any other of those franchises that you just um you just compared it to so like the pokemon card game was obviously out and around at the same time yeah and um, I, I played the trading card game. I never bought any of these cards, but I played the trading card game on Game Boy, if you've ever played that one. Pokemon.
1: No, I didn't know there was a, a game of the the trading card game oh, based on the good. game.
0: That one's good. Right. I nearly did it today. But um, yeah, I thought I'd hold fire on that one. Uh, but it is it is really good. It's really well executed. I actually think that the Pokemon trading card game as a game is better than this, because what this boils down to Yu-Gi-Oh: The Eternal is Soul. What that boils down to is just a digital translation of the cards that you played the game with in real life. Whereas Pokemon Trading Card Game has a whole, um like uh, a whole storyline built right. on top of it, where you're you are a trading. You you basically it's Pokemon with cards. So you are the Ash equivalent with his with his brand new deck of however many pokemon cards and you go out and you battle against other people to win their cards off them so that you can then put together a team that that you can then fight against the professionals with and you, you go up the tiers honestly
1: and be the very best you, like no one ever was
0: uh, absolutely yeah just with cards it's really good it cool. is really good Oh is good it's but it is a digital card game as opposed to a game with cards
1: And there were there were cards that there was a trading card game IRL that was Yu-Gi-Oh as well. Yes, yes, exactly.
0: Oh no, yeah, that's where it was kind. Well, I don't know whether it was born as a card game or whether it was a. It strikes me that Yu-Gi-Oh is possibly, probably, likely one of these uh, scenarios where they have a both a media strategy, but a uh toy strategy as well so Mm -hmm. it's a it's a franchise where they thought cards are big right now how do we incorporate cards into a television show to advertise the fact that the cards exist so that we can sell the cards and then the cards became a a a video game the video game is just the cards in a video game
1: right very cynical um
0: there's a potential what of me or or of of
1: the them if that's true yeah
0: I, I think it possibly is, but I, I, like I say, don't... I'm not really sure if that is 100% certain, but wouldn't surprise me at all.
1: But if the game has chops, then that's good, rather than thing thrown together, as often was yeah. the case with tie-ins.
0: I've always found that um, whenever I play card games, they tend to be much better than I ever thought that they would be. I, I only really have historically played digital versions of those different... V- card games that exist like the pokemons and like the Yu-Gi-Ohs. but whenever i play those digital versions i usually get quite into them and really quite enjoy them and this is no exception i played this uh a lot a lot a lot so the car the game uh, if you haven't already um figured out the game is a digital version of what you play in the real life it doesn't really have a story um, to it, so there's no plot to it, but you do work your way through a number of tiers of competitors. So you will you start off with one of three decks. Sounds familiar, maybe, because of uh, like, yeah. comparable to the Pokemon, choosing between the three. <clears throat> you choose one of these three decks, that becomes your starting deck of, of something like 60 cards, and then you go and you put together uh, you, sorry, you go and you vie against tier one of um, of your competitors. You've, each time you beat them, it unlocks booster packs that you can then incorporate into your deck and then um you change the cards that are in your pat in your deck of 60. Yeah. Um depending on how you want want your deck to work. So like there'll be there are attack cards and there are support cards and there and you can depend on how you place them down um they are either in defensive mode or attacking mode. Yep. Um the gist of each battle is that you st- each player has 3000 health and every time you attack you are trying to whittle down their health. Okay? But the only way that you can whittle down the health is if there are no um no cards on the field at the time that you attack. So in your opponent's side so if you've got three thousand if your opponent has got three thousand health you've got a, a card on the uh, field that can do two uh, thousand damage but your your opponent has got a card in defensive mode on the field that that has two thousand two hundred damage that two thousand two hundred also acts as its defensive number, okay. and therefore your two thousand will not break through that card and will not take off health yeah. from the main um, from the main health pool. Which means that you have to make sure that you are sort of um, constantly one upping your opponent, making sure that your attacks are as good or better uh, than than the defense of the monsters or cards what, that they have on the field um you can also this one of the things that makes this i think quite an interesting um battle system is you can use trap cards so cards can be laid face up and face down and it, i think if you place them face up that's when they're in attack mode but if you place them in defense mode you place them face down and they may they may be a they may be a defensive monster card but they may also be a trap card of one kind or another. And your opponent won't know what is, which is which until they attack it, at which point it turns over uh, okay. and reveals which which it is. So there's a level of tactics to that yeah. uh, that can be used to your advantage. Um, and I, I quite enjoyed that aspect of it. Um, you can also shift between attack and defense as well. So like, if something gets attacked and revealed you can actually then switch that into attack and use it as part of the attacks going forward mm-hmm. um are there any questions so far no that sounds, is basically the game
1: well I was, I was just thinking that it sounds relatively simple but i'm getting there's obviously the nuance and depth to that but the actual gameplay and how you use these cards sounds fairly straightforward
0: yeah and i think that's the case for most of these card games like a lot of the complication comes from the sheer number and range of cards and attacks and effects that yeah. can be um applied to to said cards and to other players through these cards there are in this game alone 819 different cards that you can collect
1: it's a very strange number
0: well i think this is not the beginning of the um of the yugioh franchise and so they've probably just been adding and adding and adding right i imagine it okay. there's a similarly you know random seeming number uh in lots of other franchises that have been going on for a while now mm. i i don't know exactly how many pokemon are there. i know that they oh, passed the a thousand mark yeah. just recently didn't they but um it's probably like a thousand and six or something yeah i you know, suppose so i suppose the well original you had
1: 151 weren't they being
0: pedantic ha- I don't think that you would have had any problem if I just said over 800 cards. No, I wouldn't you would at gone, all. Blum, me neck, that's would, of cards, yeah. which is root, what I was looking for. Pretty heck. Yeah. So uh, over 800 cards, okay. which is uh, pretty a, a heck. lot. Uh, exactly. Ecky Thank you. thump. <laughs> Ecky thump. Um, and I think that you can... So one of the other things that you can do, which I did not do, is uh, you can get cards by by entering passwords that that appeared on the physical cards okay. so in game you can get digital versions of cards that you've bought in real life which i don't know that any other game has done before
1: no that's quite i'm, I'm thinking kind of like th- things i mean the last 10 years or so you've got like qr codes and things like that where there is some some parity between stuff so can do or or buy in real life and then stuff you can unlock in game but actually having that password system that's that's pretty cool
0: yeah i thought so too um i never did it so i can't say that it was used to me
1: would the password system then unlock new games and new cards sorry within the game so it's then incentivizing if you're buying the cards in real life it's then incentivizing buying them because you're going to get something in the game or maybe it may be if you're then stuck in the game Maybe it's then encouraging you to go and buy some cards in real life to try and help you in the game. So while it is quite a cool feature, I guess again the cynical side of me can absolutely kind of look at it as kind of a. Hmm.
0: You are completely correct. I think to be cynical about that, it's it's product synergy. As, yeah, absolutely, as, absolutely, um, and and the the fact that you're seeing uh, the super amazing cards being played in this TV series will make you go oh i want to get that super amazing card Completely. as a physical card or i want that super amazing card as a digital card in my game and if i can get it physically then i can also have it digitally and all yeah. that so it all feeds into each other and i'm sure that's exactly what they were aiming for
1: and it's not like you know that that's something quite negative there you know like that, that that sort of practice had been going on before hugo it's not something that's new for this and it has been going oh, yeah. on since no, then no. as well so i don't, I don't want to, people to think i am being down it at all it's uh it's sadly standard practice really for lots of things ain't it uh i was saying it's not a Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu-Gi-Oh! children
0: yeah it's not a yugioh thing but it is a practice as you say that has been going on for some time the the fact that they're blind picks as well the the Yu-Gi-Oh yeah. cards and the pokemon cards you don't have any choices to what you get um it is a bit of an issue um but i mean our little our little show's not going to do anything to change any of that i don't think so um Will lament it and move on. I guess
1: <laughs> sounds fair.
0: Um, it, there's really not that much left to say about the game, as far as I'm concerned. Like I, I remember enjoying that. I remember it looking uh, kind of nice. It was a Game Boy game that that you put cards down. I, I think so. I seem to think that there was a level of uh, animation when you put the cards down. So, like if you put a certain, if you put down a certain monster, that certain monster would animate briefly. Okay. Um, but I, I might be. Because I I do know I've I told a tiny little white lie. There was a version of Yu-Gi-Oh on the Xbox 360, and I don't know whether I've conflated the two okay. because I did. I think I played the demo or something of the Yu-Gi-Oh on Xbox 360 later in life. Uh, the game reviewed pretty well. It gets sort of eight out of tens, fours out of fives. I'm surprised that, it was that kind of equivalent.
1: Just leaving back to the Xbox 360, I'm surprised that that as a franchise it had. That amount of longevity because it, it's it's an aim.
0: They're still making them now. Are they really? Right. I think so. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure they they. I certainly the cards are still in the shop. Wow. Like you can buy the cards now. People are still playing it now, and I'm I'm fairly sure that if you go on the PlayStation 4, or PlayStation 5, or equivalent service, you'll be able to find Yu Gi Oh. And in fact, if you go on your Nintendo Switch, you'll be able to find a Yu Gi Oh. So maybe this episode and might
1: get picked up by the, the Yu-Gi-Oh massive and...
0: Uh, or maybe, I don't know. What I was thinking was you might end up after, at the end of this episode hankering after a Nintendo Switch Yu-Gi-Oh game. So we'll see. <laughs>
1: Did you find out anything about the developer at all? Anything interesting to say about them?
0: It's Konami. So okay. I could go on forever and ever about Konami. But, you know, it's not, it's not in relation to the That's game. That. Therefore,
1: we, we know the developer. Cool.
0: Yeah sorry there's not much uh, there to say I- i'm hoping that the game is worth playing and therefore worth talking about because yeah it's a bit of a slight story behind it or oh, in fact a non-existent one so should we go play yeah
1: more like yuki oh no
0: you yep that works thank you that works thank you that works why
1: that's what i spent most of my time trying to come up with was uh
0: yeah I, well that's the problem you so you spent most of your time trying to come up with that and then the second most <laughs> part of your time was learning the game from final fantasy 8
1: <laughs> So charged I,
0: what, I, what are we supposed to say i,
1: I went on youtube and because uh, it reminds me a bit of uh i sort of had a rem- a memory of uh oh there was a, a card game in final fantasy 8 I, I got really into that and triple triad and uh went on youtube and was watching a video of triple triad and thinking oh that, i remember that that was really fun so i have played a card game after we said in the first half that i don't think i ever have i, I got quite into triple triad on final fantasy 8 the guy in the yeah. video really loves triple triad he's like it's one of the best mini games in any game ever which is uh High praise.
0: People people love card games yeah. is the is the thing. They That's they my crop up away. Yeah, they crop up as mini games side games in in a number of certainly in RPGs, like they're quite yeah. popular. There was um a good game, I think you can actually play it with uh with regular cards in Nino Kuni in the casino there, where you you got um a series I, I think it might just be a trick taking game actually now I think of it. But you get 10 cards, all of varying different powers, and um, you choose one to play, and the, the opponent will choose one to play. And if you've got the highest card, you win that round. But the problem with it is that you've, all, you've both got exactly the same set of cards. So oh, okay. Depending on when you play your powerful one, if they've played their really weak one, well, you've wasted your powerful one. So yeah. you've got to try and sort of mind game it out. So a bit like Top um,
1: Trumps, but with an element of memory. And because you've got the same cards, there is also a strategy in there as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, sort of. T- it is Top Trumps. Trick, trick-taking, I, I guess, is um, the thing. But when I played it, I didn't know that hmm. uh, genre of card game. So, yeah. Um, yeah, you played you played Triple Triad. I've said, I, I know what you think of this, but you haven't said it out loud, which is a weird That's the, the elephant's thing. room, isn't it? So just it? say it.
1: Right, well, I'm not going to say I don't like it. Because, I think I, I well,
0: I, you don't like it. So no, just I say don't.
1: It. I don't like it. It's not that I don't like it. I just don't. Why underst- do I have
0: to egg you on? I to just don't say bad understand things the games. it.
1: I don't understand this tour. I I really yeah. tried with this game with the Game Boy Advance one to try and get my head around it. Looked at a you manual. Didn't. I still couldn't understand it. And then I actually mm-hmm. found out on Steam. Stop shaking your head, boy. And then I actually found out <laughs> on Steam that there's Yu-Gi-Oh, Was it Master Duelist? Master Duel master jewel which is free on steam at the time of recording and you can download that and there's a tutorial that talks you through how to play the game so I downloaded that because it's free and uh how to get the tutorial and uh i still don't understand it and the tutorial in, in this new one is really really clear and explains everything how to do it what to do why to do it and i still don't get why you place this card right. here
0: why so there, there are a couple of things to address uh, further elephants minor elephant so you've you've addressed potentially the major elephant although not really because you just you can just say i don't like this
1: no it's not a case of not liking it i just don't understand it and therefore if i don't understand it i don't know if i do like it or dislike it because i don't get the game
0: your face within two minutes i think of turning turning this on told the story and the story is thus i don't want to have anything to do with this game it's confusing to look at it's confusing to try and press buttons to play so i am turning my brain off not interested like... not interested walls up walls up barriers 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 was that like was... a child
1: like a six-year-old what... child what do you mean i don't like it i don't understand it therefore i don't like it i'm not going to try to like it
0: <laughs> that's what happened Mm, that's exactly what happened so you, you wanted to bang out you ended up going literally maybe five minutes after we started playing you were watching a youtube video <laughs> of triple triad so <laughs> it, you tell me i'm wrong
1: well no that's now, true that's it
0: happened i i'm not so here's the twist or here's the yeah i mean here's the twist i don't necessarily think you're wrong to have that reaction to the game that i put in front of you because the version that we are here to talk about is the is um the Eternal Duelist Soul, and that is not, I don't think, a good presentation of this game. Because it, let let's put it forward that actually the game that we're 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 considering is Yu-Gi-Oh! The card game, mm-hmm. and that the Eternal Duelist Soul on the Game Boy Advance is just a version of that game. Well, the Eternal Jewelist Soul is nothing like I remember it. In right. truth, like in all seriousness, I I think it looks pretty bare bones, pretty ugly, and it does a lot to make the process of playing the game of Yu Gi Oh the card game difficult and annoying. Um, which is what I was trying to get you to sort of lead towards in in some senses, because. I know full well that you haven't had a good experience of the game, and you're being very charitable about it, and that's appreciated in some ways. But it's fine to say no thanks uh, to a thing. It's it's fine. You're allowed to say that. There are very valid reasons for it in the in the case of this, and I'm going to put put them to you now. So the presentation's pretty dire. It looks it looks uh, like word art. The game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's uh not very good at welcoming and introducing new players to all of the mechanics of the game in fact it doesn't even try to do that and the flow of the game is atrocious (laughs) so i you did or attempted a battle yeah and when you're placing cards down for a start you haven't really got a clue uh, even after reading the manual what you're doing with those cards and I tried to talk you through a turn and even that for somebody that's not completely okay with playing card games is is still a learning curve
1: it's not a case of like you have a turn I have a turn you have a turn I have a turn because within your turns you've got there's the main phase main phase one and then it's battle phase and then there's main phase two and like it's all that I, yeah. found, I found that a barrier as well
0: yeah, so there's there are several phases to your turn. So I and I didn't really go into that because I'd forgotten to be quite honest in this first half, but there are several phases to your turn. They boil down to a few main things though. You you place you you draw a card from your deck to add to your hand. You take some cards. So that's phase 1. Just draw one card. Phase 2, you place some cards from your hand onto the battlefield and the cards that you place Will really be they'll boil down to either attack defense cards or the trap support cards that I was talking about in the first half, and you'll be able to place one attack or defense card in either attack or defense, and one uh or, or multiple possibly um support or trap cards in in the support or trap uh places on the field. So that's that's the two parts of the of the. That's the two parts of your turn that happen before the battle phase. So you draw a card, then you place cards. Then you battle and all of that is is pressing the attack, the ones that you've got in attack and letting them attack. And then you have a second phase where you can play more cards if your hand allows it. And that's the end of your turn. So there's, there's like three or four phases within your turn that, that it tries to step you through. But the game didn't do anything to try and explain that to you, and it doesn't even have help text of any kind yeah. to to explain that to you. Um, there's no way to pull up some help text or like a glossary or anything to try and support you in learning what you're doing. So that is a massive barrier. If you're not, if you're a person who's not really played that many or any card games then that isn't going to to work it's just not going to work um and yeah i think if if the game had looked better then you might have been more inclined to give it more of a go if the game had introduced itself to you in a, a, a in a in any kind of way then you might have been more inclined to stick with it um and if the game and then and then this thing that i think this thing matters if the game flow was better then you might have persevered but one of the things that i forgot that it it did or or, like totally don't remember that it did presumably just got on with it in 2001 was after every single placement or activation of a card it asks you if you want to link a card or play it as a chain reaction or whatever no idea what's going
1: on there
0: yeah it was asking every single turn every single time i did something with a card it was asking me do you want to play another card on top of this card, like in, in a chain with this card or linked to this card and all that. Well, a lot of the time there were no cards that could chain react with the cards that it was asking about anyway, but it was asking after every single one as a matter of course. So you again, you had to know how the cards worked with each other or what each card did in order to be able to go, well, actually I don't have any cards that I can chain react with that one. Or I, uh, or I do have a card that I can chain react, and you were always having to say yes or no. You were always having to make a choice there, when actually a lot of the time there was no choice because no relevant cards existed in your hand to play.
1: Was this just for you sort of talking all that through? Was this the very first Yu-Gi-Oh! digital game, like game game, as opposed to a card game, or had there been no, other no. Game Boy release Game Boy Advance releases before?
0: Yeah, I think there had been previous. Game Boy Advance releases. Right. Um, I can't remember which ones they are. I should have checked them. But I think this might have been the first one that I played.
1: I, I was just wondering if maybe this had been the first one that came out. And it kind of... It, it, it supposed that people playing it had some familiarity with the game from playing the card game. Maybe that was why it was so dense for a, a new player. I was trying to give it a bit of the benefit of the doubt. But uh The card
0: game... The physical card game definitely existed prior to this. Yes. So I, I think that's exactly what is going on. I think it's assuming that you, you're coming to this with a foreknowledge of how the game works. Or at least like you've watched the show and you know that you have to place cards down yeah. and that you've got HP and all that stuff. So I think that it does assume a level of of foreknowledge. I went into it not really knowing any of that because I didn't watch the show I mean, maybe I'd caught an episode or whatever, but I didn't watch the show for all intents and purposes, and I didn't play the card game. I had played, pro. I think I'd played a Pokemon trading card game on the, on the Game Boy Color prior to playing this. Um, in fact, I almost certainly did. Um, so, like, card games weren't completely alien to me, but I don't think they're completely alien to anybody. I think most people have played some form of deck building or whatever you mentioned Gwent you've you've also now mentioned triple triad Um. so you have some familiar familiarity with like building a deck and using yeah. that to tackle an opponent in some way or another Um. I think if there was more thought had gone into introducing the game to new players then the fact that you had that for that level of foreknowledge I've played some card games before um i know the basic gist of how they work i think then that would have been enough to get you into it but there was no structure no support whatsoever and therefore you rightly like pulled a grimace and banged out early what do you think to that yeah i think that's
1: I completely on the nose I, I completely agree with you and uh, it's nice to hear it's it's the game's fault and not my fault
0: yeah i i really do think that it, I, I, I just I'm not really sure why this didn't come out of you. <laughs> it's my question, like why didn't you say you just too nice?
1: I am. Yeah, oh,
0: oh, oh, you'll oh, take oh, that one, say. won't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll take that. Yeah. Um, I still don't think it's a bad game. Um, but I'm on. I'm I'm genuinely, honestly, I'm genuinely, honestly, what sort of talking is that? I'm honestly surprised anyone actually put up with the, all of the nonsense of this package I think the reason that I can say that is the game is the Yu-Gi-Oh card game and I think that that is well thought out and there's there's um a lot of fun to be had with the Yu-Gi-Oh card game but the package of this Game Boy Advance game the Eternal is Soul is just not the one that will sell it to people Having said that, as you said, as you as you've said, we tried Master Jewel, which is a free to play version that was released last year, around this time last year, twenty twenty two. And you you say you're saying that you bounced off that as well. So, do you want to go into that a little bit more?
1: I think that one's a, it. It's I can see the similarities between both games. I can see how, well, I going not say elements, but it's the entire game. I can see the evolution of it from the Game Boy Advance version twenty years ago to this one from twenty twenty two, and having played Master Jewel I can now see what the Game Boy Advance game was trying to get me to do and why it was trying to get me to do that Mm. I really like the Master Jewel the look of it is really nice the health text that pops up is greatly appreciated there's some real nice music in it as well sound effects are are quite nice it adds to kind of the uh the, the thrill of the battle I suppose um but it's still just I I felt we talked a couple of weeks ago about what game was it where we said it, it felt at times like the game was always playing itself was was it mr drill last week yes okay. i think it was it was mr drill last week and i felt at times ah. that with this master Geo one where it's popping up and saying it was saying i like, do this do this do this like i was, I was going through the motions as to what it, the game wanted me to do but i didn't understand why i was doing it like it didn't i, I felt explain why i needed to do that or what the benefit was of doing that or why i should chain those two cards together and again that seems like something that would be necessary for someone and maybe it was explained and i just glazed over i don't know but i I still don't feel like i've come out of either game kind of really understanding what i'm supposed to be doing other than vaguely placing down cards i don't understand why i'm putting them there or where i'm putting them and
0: okay Um, I think there's a lot to be said about this uh, version, the the Master Duel version that was released in 2022. Um, The fact that you have a three-stage tutorial is a massive bonus over the Eternal Duelist Soul uh, package. Um, The health supply, I'd said 3,000. I don't know why I thought it was 3,000, but in uh, the Game Boy Advance game, it was 8,000. And that unnecessarily prolonged the (laughs) battles the health supply in the in master jewel is four thousand, so that's something that they've addressed it's a lot closer to the um to the three that i thought it was in the first place um which means that things happen a lot quicker uh the rounds are over a lot quicker uh there are more mechanics at play so you've said about i wasn't sure what was going on a lot of the time and it seemed to be going through the motions well firstly it's a tutorial, so it probably plays out in a the same, if not a very similar way, each time. And so it pro- almost certainly was going through, uh, like an automated, yeah, that's thing. Fair. If it wasn't completely communicating that well and uh, well to you, if it wasn't communicating that all that well to you, then that's an issue. I played through the tutorial as well. I thought it was um fine, but again, I'm coming to it with more foreknowledge of the yeah of the actual game, the card game itself uh, anyway. So maybe that's why. Um, It does have a lot more mechanics going on than the Game Boy Advance game, but the flow of the game is less interrupted by questions. So, or or questions or explainers or whatever. Um, they, They actually, so I was talking about, there was the, it was asking about chaining cards and things in the Game Boy Advance game. It only ever brought that up when it was relevant in Master Jewel when actually did it when it
1: actually, it, uh, actually changed these two cars together
0: yeah it's it, it's an obvious it's an obvious design choice but one that even in it but but one that the game boy advance game didn't make and even then i'm surprised that it that it did that way it like it it needlessly bogged the flow down with with questions and choices that weren't actually even choices um so yeah I think that that's that's a obvious but necessary and good step forward. Yeah. Um and and like you said it it looks a lot nicer and it sounds better. I am surprised personally that you've come out of it and still not necessarily understanding at least the basics of the game. I'm not surprised that you don't understand the nuances of the game. But like the basic mechanics um I think are pretty well laid out in the tutorial for Masterage. So I'm not sure what's happened there, but there, there we are. I th- there's a possibility that at that point you were you were done. I was maybe um, a, bit,
1: a bit blinkered, perhaps.
0: Yeah. Well, not even not even that. Just like you'd had enough of trying to learn things. You're an old man. It's it's to be expected. I, I do did feel say
1: like an old man having played through it. I, I do feel very. Uh, they they say, don't they, that once uh, once you're faced with a new technology and you don't understand it that's the point at which you become old and that's that's what oh I is that like. right
0: yeah okay well i mean this isn't new technology per se well but no, um, fair point i think there was something that i i said you sound like an old man what can you remember what that was
1: like oh, the entirety for me grumbling and saying i don't, I don't, oh, I don't get know. it
0: um there there was a pro that i've managed to miss out like a a good thing about the eternal Jewelist Soul sold game boy advance version of Yu-Gi-Oh or one of them. Um, and it was that the card art looked fine. Yeah. Yeah. the but card It's not art really a reminded, sales.
1: It reminds me of, um, uh, fighting fantasy books, that kind of, uh, mm. really medieval proper, proper classic fantasy sort of style. I mean, it, it did look nice again, because it's a game boy advance game, just a static image, but yeah, it, it did look good.
0: Yeah. Th- there was a reason I didn't really mention it in uh, the first half. There was a reason that I, chose Yu-Gi-Oh!. And it's because card games has sort of become a little bit more in vogue over the last few years, or last several years. And certainly at the moment, if you've if you um have been following games, you've probably heard of Marvel Snap. Yes. Yeah, so I mean that's that's doing the rounds, has been doing the rounds for close to a year I think now and is very very popular and is basically doing the same thing. Like you build you build your own deck of superheroes or in Yu-Gi-Oh parlance monsters and you place them onto a battlefield to try and take each other down or to best each other with numbers and a uh, number big number good small number not so good
1: that's our like triple try that's how that works big number good yeah. Small number yeah
0: uh, we've had other ones in the last few years as well gwent and hearthstone are the ones that come to mind there are there are a heck of a lot more in the video game sphere and they're even more in like the tabletop arena so you know, they they are definitely they were popular in two thousand one. They're even more popular, I think, now. And I I kind of wondered whether Yu Gi Oh would hold up. And I think the answer is yes and no at the same time. <laughs> I think that the the package that is Master Duel might be worth people's time. Might be worth investing in, not monetarily. I wouldn't personally say, but investing some time in, yeah, it's, some people it's free, might enjoy it. So... Yeah, and you can. I I know f- you can certainly um, collect the cards in exactly the same way. It's the same package. You can collect the booster packs and things as part of playing the game, rather than actually buying them or spending money on them. And it's a, it's the same package as a, on the GBA on the Game Boy Advance, just updated in a number of good ways, positive ways, understandable ways, given that it's been twenty odd years. Yeah, yeah.
1: So while while this episode did start out as being a review of the or a discussion of that Game Boy Advance game with, with sort of our hour concluding. While well, your concluding comments are, go, go for the the free one on Steam.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm quite surprised just how this is a re- like a real example of, uh, like rose tinted glasses or um, I can't remember what they call it. Like like where your brain has inserted a bunch of nonsense that's not even right.
1: Yeah, you mentioned about animation in the first half. Uh, and uh that, that yeah. wasn't in the game at all was it yeah
0: i i kind of wondered whether that might be the case um uh, i think i said about there's the xbox 360 version i i very lightly touched um when it was when it was released um but i didn't spend any amount of time with it so right. i think i have conflated the two and de- and D de- made the animations of the Xbox 360 version to fit in with my vision of the of the Game Boy Advance I mean if anything this episode is just uh, a harrowing window into the fallibility of the human brain
1: <laughs> I think that seems like a good place to finish off good <laughs> uh well thank you for sticking with us to the end of uh, uh a rather ramshackle episode and uh well, thank you for sticking with us to the end of an episode that, uh, as I said just now, has kind of started out about one, one thing and we've ended up talking about something, well, a bit different game uh, at, at Sorry, the end.
0: Chris, the episode started off with us talking about pies.
1: That's true. We should have, the writing was on the wall from the start, wasn't it?
0: Kind of, yeah.
1: U-P-I-O? It almost works, but it's u no. it? I not mean, N-P. it would be U-P-O. Yeah, yeah, and no one wants to... That, that's U-P-O. Bad anyway we're off again right thank you for listening um if you enjoyed that uh this episode come join us on social media facebook twitter instagram youtube and like share subscribe rate review
0: i don't think you even have to have enjoyed it to come and join us i think it it's not a prerequisite so you tolerated you know, it certainly come back and see us next week even if you didn't enjoy this one it will be a different game and almost certainly a better one so uh stick with us for that hooray thank you again and we will see you next week bye, bye.